And we're live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a certain point of view here on a Sunday. We're here. We're excited. It's been a hell of a schmodown week, and we're here breaking down everything. And the whole crew is here. Molly, Brian, Jill. How's everybody doing? It's Sunday evening. We're, week's about to start. Everyone good? I only got two weeks left until it's summer vacation. Oh, that's right. You're a teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my summer vacation this year is only like a month, so it's not that Ew, great. Why? Because I don't know. So I don't know. They're just mean that way, I guess, this year. Ew. <laughs> Ew. But I'll take it. Although it's not that great because I have to move at some point, too. So That's right. It's like, yeah. Eh, I forgot about that. Eh. I mean, at least, at least it's the right time of year for you to move. You won't be in school. I mean, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyone else? Ladies, how's everybody doing? I had a pretty good weekend. I'm continuing to uh, go and go out and hang out with people and make plans. Uh, we did this like beer tasting thing last night uh, and I'm played so a bunch of. So jealous watching your story. I know. I was watching <laughs> too. I was like, Ugh. it was so nice because like it, there were only five of us and we would just crack open the the guy's house that we went to. He's been collecting these craft beers <laughs> over the entire quarantine, so he's got a lot. And we would just pick a number out of a bag. And he had written them all out, and then we, then we would all split it, and it was like a ton of like really tasty stuff. So we did that yesterday, and today I went and got um, a drink and some some apps with some friends. I fun. love appetizers. Appetizers sometimes are better than the meals. Appetizer, I, I'll take it as an appetizer over dessert any day of the week. 100%. They were Brussels sprouts, but they're very good oh, Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I, I had I had Brussels sprout appetizers last night. They Brian, are you would like them. That. They were like flash fried with like a Ooh. sweet balsamic glaze with some with some goat cheese on top. I can't say anything because I've never actually tried them before. So you're giving I, this face like they're disgusting, and you've because never of actually all tried. the things you're gonna get for an appetizer. You're gonna get Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Brussels oh. sprouts are delicious, are Brian. Don't right. talk ish until you've tried it. You're not allowed to talk ish on anything until you've actually tried it. I'm more of a mozzarella <laughs> stick, though. Hey, he wants he wants to introduce he wants to introduce his new sibling. Aww. she's she just got home. She just got oh, home. you um, need to show the class. I'll I'll text her to bring her in. Uh, Jill, hanging out with friends sounds um sounds very familiar. I, I yeah, I think so. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. That sounds like a good time, I think. I think that sounds pretty fun, actually. I just you know? love the fact that you two hung out in person and we hung out via a Zoom at the same we, exact time. We had way more fun. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean I, I got I got I, I got dinner and a show at uh, Scum and Villainy, so it was great. <laughs> I was served I was served a lovely Indiana Jones cocktail by a very cute Wonder Woman. It was it was good times. It's fun. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. She she had way too good of a time doing that show for you. I must she say. did. She did. Yeah. She was like, I. She lit an orange peel, and then the rest of the night, it smelled like oranges. It was great. It was I can't <laughs> pretend to not be jealous of that. <laughs> it oh, was please. fun. You just went to that uh, basement bar. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah, the basement bar does sound cool. But then then we went to another like super hipstery, like whiskey ish bar after we left Scum and Villainy. 
which that was fun too. So yeah, mm-hmm. we hung out. It was fun. It was our it was Sean and I's first time back in LA since the shutdown, and we hung out with uh, Jake and Gabby, and that was because they were in town getting their new uh, addition to the family, and so it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was. I mean, it was, it was a long weekend. Uh, I was a very long weekend because we did a lot of driving. But uh, I felt fun, so, so bad when we Sean and I got in the car and I realized what time it was. I was like, <gasps> I did not realize it was that late. Like we left at like almost one o'clock, and I was like, oh my god, uh-huh. like I didn't Holy even crap. know. No, it was know. the drive back. So so on Friday morning we got up. We left our house at six a.m. And we drove straight to a cove on Big Sur, uh, which is Monterey. For, for you though, don't know it's Monterey. It's part Monterey. Uh, it's a big, big long two lane highway for like miles, um, which took us four hours. We hung out there for about thirty minutes or so, forty five minutes. Got to see the cove. Got back in the car, drove straight two hours along the coast to San Luis Obispo. Had lunch. And then spent another four hours in the car to LA. Um, and then we met Jill and Sean for a hangout that night. Didn't get home till about 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah. And then drove back today for a five and a half hour drive. So took the shortcut so today. God, that's good. I just felt so bad. We got in the car and I was like, oh my God, I would have left so much sooner. I did not realize what time it was. I, I, I so didn't bad. realize how late it was, but the second Gabby got in the car, she just knocked out. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, I mean, that's, it's a test. I mean, we were having so much fun. We didn't realize what freaking time it was. So what are you going to do? Yeah. I, don't think I've ever, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Jake stay up that late before ever. I haven't stayed up that late in a hot second. It's been a while. Alex yeah, hates yeah. it when I fall asleep and it's just two of us and he has to drive home like with me asleep next to him. He just he's just like oh, that's, that's the opposite for us. I'm the one driving and Sean will be asleep. <laughs> um all right. Well, we have a jam-packed show, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh this past week in the Shmodown was quite crazy. Um we got five incredible matches uh this past week. We're gonna be talking about three of them throughout the night. Uh, we are gonna start with the pay-per-view. And so we're going to start with a couple matches there, and then we will get to the Danger Zone and Rushmore match later on in the show because uh, we have not discussed it. And uh, we obviously have Mr. Ben Bateman joining us as well around the 7 o'clock hour. He's finishing up his show, doing some things, and then he'll pop on here, hang out with us, talk to us for a little bit. Um, so let's just start it off, guys. We had this pay-per-view on Friday, which was huge. Uh, I know a lot of people the past couple weeks have been calling it. It's the Corruption Invitational. Um, they swept the board yet again. And... Uh, it kicked off with an incredible match between Marisol McKee and Janine the Machine. Uh, these two ladies absolutely showed up uh, mm-hmm. in every facet they possibly could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the match we were promised in every way. Uh, and Marisol McKee walks away with the victory on this one, a very narrow victory. And we're going to break it down right now. Just overall thoughts to kind of start this off. Jill, I'll let you kick this one off. Um, this was special for a number of reasons. What did you think of this one? Uh, this match, I, for me, this has been the match of the year so far. Um, if you don't think this should be in contender for match of the year, I don't know what match you are watching. Cause this yeah. match, they both, they, Janine literally had a perfect game up until her last question and Marisol didn't miss. She went to multiple choice once in that entire match. She didn't miss a question. And I think for all of us, 
Janine fans, I think Roxy spoke for all of us when she was yeah. talking to Janine throughout that entire match. Um, I think that's how we were all feeling. Uh, just seeing how excited Janine was to get a perfect round one. And I think she even said it first time in four years, she got a perfect round one and continued to go perfect throughout that entire game. And I just watching her play, I was so freaking proud of her because I'm a Janine stan. Like I love Janine to pieces and I always root for Janine. Um, and to see the way she played was just freaking spectacular. And again, Marisol, did not miss a question. These are two fantastic competitors that went literally head to head until the very last question. And while I'm stoked that Marisol took that W, it was on stoked that Marisol won. I love Marisol, but also I love Janine. And it was so heartbreaking for her to go perfect only for that win to kind of just barely slip through her fingers. Um, but I, I agree with, I, I believe Roxy had said that had she been playing 90% of the other Schmodown competitors, Janine would have won that match. Yeah. Uh, she she just happened to play Marisol that day. And and I agree with what Marisol said. It was very a la uh, Clark Wolf that this is, there is no women's league. We are the league. This was two, not just two amazing female competitors. These are two competitors just completely just dominating and going head to head and you didn't know how it was going to turn out and it was this yeah this was just match of this is one of the best matches that we had this season i can go on and on and on but i loved every single minute of this and i want more give me more marisol give me more janine i'm excited to see marisol against kevin smith uh, and i'm excited to see whoever uh, janine plays next because janine's looking janine's looking scary and i'm excited for her and i want to see more Great point by Cinefan here. Um, it was it was brutal, but I'm ready to see the machine tear through the singles tourney. Yes, with mm -hmm. what kind of gameplay that she's been playing with. Um, she, we we talked about it at the beginning of the year, like we felt like this was almost like Jean was set up to have a great year, yeah. and it's one of those occasions where record doesn't show what someone is really capable of, mm -hmm. and she's been showing, you know, kind of just like gradually that she is capable of so much more than what her record has shown in the past. Um, and to someone in the chat as well, uh, to what Jill was talking about, Marisol also also got opponent's choice in this match. Yeah. Um, she was also given opponent's choice, and she navigated dance films very, very well. Obviously, there was that challenge in this in the middle of that round as well. But um, yeah, Brian, this this very match, this was this was incredible to see and to see these two ladies duke it out in such a narrow victory. Um, you must have been pretty hyped about this one. Uh, this was. For me, I was holding my breath like so many times during this match. I I honestly forgot <laughs> that there was another match after it. Right. Because I was just like so stressed by the end of it. And then just when it ended, I was like, oh, okay, the match is over. And then I was just like, oh my God, we still have another one to go after that. That felt, it felt like a, belt match um and janine put everyone on notice if you aren't afraid of playing janine you better be afraid because she came out swinging with the biggest baseball bat you could find and just was just killing it throughout this whole entire match 
she looked and played like someone that has won a belt. Like it was mind blowing how well she played. Marisol navigated through this match as best as you can. I mean, they both had excellent first rounds. Second round, Marisol got dealt opponent's choice. If you're getting dealt opponent's choice, your road's going to be obviously the rocky one. And if you're going to come out on top in wind through opponent's choice, you battled your way through. Um, but, I mean, we, we – I mean, I would say throughout this whole entire match, the, the whole entire time, I was just watching Janine. She didn't even seem phased. Like, she literally was just answer, answer, answer. Like, she, I just, I can't believe just how good that match was. Um, I, I'm not going to disagree either. Uh, I mean, it, I'm still hearing more people talk about this match than <laughs> the belt one. So, I don't know. It's just that that was an instant classic if I've ever seen one. And um, Janine made Marisol bleed uh, in that match. Like, sh- uh, up until this point, Marisol looked untouchable, in my opinion. Um, Janine came to play, and she showed everyone. I know we're talking a lot about Janine here, but Marisol, uh, she is on a path to put her up against someone like a Dan Merle, someone like an Adam Collins if it gets there, um, a Roka or Bateman, because there's there's a, there's a lot of number one contender matches that are coming our way in singles specifically. She has one more match to go. Molly, I know that currently your faction mate holds the title, but a Marisol versus Dan match at this point is looking pretty damn even. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like this is the season that the term GOAT is going to get thrown around quite a bit. Like, the way Marisol and, you know, people like Demolanta, just like some of the newer blood in the Schmodown, the way that they're playing is insane. Um, and I, I loved seeing these two face each other and yeah, they were, they were so locked in. They were so in the zone. They weren't like making silly jabs at each other uh, with character work, which is fun. Don't get me wrong, but it was almost more exciting to see them just go toe to toe. And I I kept looking at the score and I was like, is this a star Wars match? Like, have they missed (laughs) anything? Do I know nothing about movies? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it was crazy, and I, I cannot wait to see Marisol play Kevin Smith because I can't wait to hear him say, "Do I know anything about movies?" Because <laughs> she is going to be the one to make him say that. Uh, and and Janine, absolutely, I feel like anyone else uh, in the league probably she would have won and I cannot wait to see her continue to do this well in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's crazy to think that I mean Collision's going to have a lot of belt matches because it's it's the the summer showcase right like they're going to put everything on the line and just like Spectacular you have one or two matches that isn't a belt match but is just as highly built up and right now the first one is Marisol McKee versus Kevin Smith and that's insane right and I know a lot of people in the chat would be like Janine's a tougher opponent and that's fine you have your you have your feelings towards that but Kevin Smith at the moment is three and the dude's a director. He yeah. watches films probably all the time. He might not be like the quote-unquote schmodown player like some of these people are, but he's going to put up a fight against Marisol. And also, you got to think, he's also playing the questions half the time as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that does play into favor. I did want to mention, because we haven't talked about it, they've both been perfect in round one. Both yeah. of them. <laughs> yep. When was the last time we saw singles players both go perfect in, in the first round? It's been a hot second. I don't, it's, it's been a while. Like, not even... Yeah. Maybe maybe was it, at a, was it Collins versus Merle 1? Last year, Did I that think happen? so. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah. so we haven't seen it this overtime? year yet. Maybe I don't think we've seen it this season. Yeah. Regardless, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, seeing them both do that. It... Oh yeah, oh, Marisol, Marisol and Theo Theo did it. Oh. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you guys. You can always count on the chat so, to correct again, us when you're wrong. Ma- again, Marisol is involved in it. I mean, that's yeah. she is proving to be an elite player in this league um in in such a short fashion uh, remember she wasn't or she was drafted last year but we didn't see her till a singles tournament like we didn't see her halfway yeah. through the year last year um and to see her rise so quickly is pretty incredible um i'm very excited and i loved how confident they both looked as well especially on janine's side because we know how mm-hmm. how much she struggled in uh playing certain opponents and and whether missing one question that just kind of puts her over the edge um Great match, and I cannot wait to see what happens, especially for Janine, who she plays next. I'd be scared. I, I agree, scared. too. Like, I saw a bunch of people bringing it up in chat. Roxy was great yeah. in this match. Her her reaction to how well Janine played was... She was already crying in round two. Like, she was already the begin- sobbing. The, yeah, begin- like- the first time we saw her, she was like... She was like, tears rolling down her face. She me off screen. She was already... a. She was already sobbing like the first time we saw her. She was all in on it. She was, yeah, she was, yeah, yeah it was cool to see. Yeah. Uh, William, you are correct. The only missed question was the five. Yep. Mm-hmm. The only missed question was the five, um, which is absolutely incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Again, and I've said it a lot, Marisol, or that trade that Shannon made is looking pretty good still everyone that was I think it's uh, looking better than I I think there shouldn't be a single bad word about that trade going oh, forward. No, there isn't. No. But I mean at this but just remember a few months ago what are they doing? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. we look stupid whoever uh, <laughs> thought that that was a bad move. Because, I thought that trade was brilliant. But yeah. I also, you know how I feel about Marisol, so I mean, but yeah, yeah that so, trade was brilliant. Yeah, and I mean, Roxy for grabbing Janine, steal at this point. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to see who she plays next because I, I'm just, I just can't imagine what we could see. She's gonna come see- with. She's gonna come into that match with like so much, just like umph. Like I want to win. Dang it! Absolutely. I want to see her play a old timey veteran 
Not like, I mean, so not, oh, Jesus, I didn't <laughs> mean that. I just met someone that's been around for a while. Roka would be an interesting one to see. Um, I, I Roka would, like, would be interesting. I would just Roka like to see Janine play someone that has been around for a while. And she's been around for a while, too. But like one of these ones that people are like, oh, on Mount Schmodown and uh, the whatever, because I'd be terrified if I was going against Janine I, after what I saw. I think her and Roka would be a really solid match. So I was I was thinking while you were talking and I, keeping Roka out of it because he has that number one contenders match. Bibs. Oh, yeah. see, I was thinking JTE. We've seen Bibs play a perfect game. Yeah. We've seen Bibs play a perfect game. I think we he's haven't so, seen JT in so singles this year yet. JT in singles. I do want her to play not a rookie. I think we all agree. On yeah, that. I don't. Yeah. I don't. A couple people her... in the chat are saying. A couple people are saying Riley. Yeah. R Riley. Yeah, we could. Riley would be a good one. Um, there's a lot of uh, there even is. the there, kid. There are a lot of them. The, yeah. the kid. Yeah, that's a good one. The kid. Um. I mean, and Brendan came yeah. off a loss. He 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 has yeah. he lost his singles matches here, which we have to take into account. There's yeah, there's, there's a lot. There are a lot of them. Liz Shannon Miller would be fun too. Liz Paul would be Preston, fun. Paul Preston. Paul, ooh, Paul would be. That's fun. a good one. Yeah, That's I mean, he really won, but still, it's like Gene just played just played essentially what was a number two contenders match in a way. And yeah, that'd be great. Me, oh, McWeeny would be good. McWeeny oh, Ward. That's not a bad one. Uh, I was thinking. Um, th oh, thank, thank you, Brian. Thank and, you. Oh, wait. We'll get to oh. later. <laughs> oh, apparently JT has played. He played yeah. Goddard. That's right. I oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, JT. I think JT and Janine played a, a number of years ago when he was playing, I think. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. I'll look. I don't know. I could be wrong. But either way, someone. Someone that we like, Jill said, not a not a rookie. I don't want or someone relatively new. I want to see her go against one of these okay. names, vets. Even though she's a vet, I mean, four years for God's sake. That's exactly, okay. she needs to play um, another vet. She's been here for so, four years because I would be scared. <laughs> see, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that McWeenie one though. McQueenie like is a good. One. He's coming McQueenie off a loss. McQueenie would be a good one. Yeah, he's coming off of a loss, which is something to to account for. That's kind of how matches are are paired essentially. Um, that's there. There's a lot of options. There's definitely a lot of options. So definitely looking forward to it for sure. Um, but let's let's move forward a little bit because we do have a lot to talk about before Ben gets here. And before we get to the IG match, we actually do have a slight announcement for all of you watching. Um, we teased it last week on our reaction. If you're watching our reaction, and uh, if you've been watching the channel for a while, um, something went down last June that we are very lucky enough to call, call ours on the channel. Uh, and we were very uh, lucky to take part in something that was um, very special to a lot of people in this league. Um, and so coming back on June 6th, it's a, it's a Sunday. We're going to be replacing one of our main shows for this one. We will be doing the second version of Ladies Appreciation Night. Ladies Appreciation Night is coming back June 6th uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific right here on this channel because it will be a quite a big stream. We will be joined by almost every single woman involved in the league 
this season, uh, players, managers, you might see some hosts or after show people popping in as far as interviews and stuff. Um, but we are going to be involved, uh, or including there's going to be like 20 to 30 women on the show. It, it's bonkers. There's a lot of them. They're coming. We're, we're very excited, but ladies appreciation night will be back and we are very excited to do so. And Molly's helping host this year. Yay. Except for when it's her route, then oh. we'll push her out. Yeah. <laughs> This, will, this, this is gonna give me excuse to go back and watch last year's because because it's like oh okay well now I'm gonna like I'm gonna be hosting this one Jeez. <laughs> yeah if if you have if you joined us later on in the year possibly when Jill joined us or when Molly jumped in on the stream if you're new to the Schmodown go to the channel search Ladies Appreciation Night watch the stream it's a long one it's three hours but I'm telling you it's worth it um, it's we had uh, not just current competitors but we also had the likes of Emma Fife and. Uh, you know, uh, Rachel Cushing on and, and Christian and Mark stopped by to talk about the, the, the women as well. Um, it, this one's big because there's a lot more women this year and we reached out to every single one and we got about a very, we got like a 95% uh, uh, response rate plus, yes, I want to be on this thing. So there's going to be a lot of people involved and we're very, very excited. It's, it's yeah. worth watching it again just for that uh, Nerdonic uh, promo. Like, mm, yes. to be honest, just for that. That's, I mean, that I, it, is. it is on the stream yard. I could play it. I mean, I'm never going to say no <laughs> to that uh, promo. Why not? To all hundred of you go, watching. Go for it. Let's, yeah. Here's two oh, minutes yeah, of Nerd Chronic glorious footage uh, that was called Ladies of Schmodown. You know, oh, there should be a women's league. There's no women's league. Yeah. There's no women's league. We are the league. We're in the league. And we're the winners right now. I am from my future, never knew what I was meant for. Scared to take a step, cause if I left, then it would mean more. If I go to battle, will I make it back? And if I never do it, I wish I had. Cause no one ever thought that we could build ourselves an army. Got each other's back until we finished what we started. It's so good. And you dropped that on us live. And I was <laughs> like trying not to be a hop. I made I made everyone like because we we did it right before we brought on uh Abby Janine and Video Drew. And as soon as it was over, we brought them in and all three of them were in tears, plus yeah. Jill. And because we was, just dropped we just dropped a bomb on everybody, everyone was just like, Oh my god. It was great. 
And I think yeah, we played he, it like six times that night. Like, yeah. so good. Every time, yeah, it's absolutely. so good. And so he good. finished so, it like ten minutes before the show yeah. started. Yeah. So yeah. again, you, you want to know how much Nerd Chronic is Nerd a genius? Chronic. He had messaged me four hours before the show that day. Said, "Hey, I'm working on something for you. I'll get it to you as soon as possible." Ten minutes before the show, here it is. I uploaded, it and I it was uploading while we went live. And I was like, "Oh, oh crap! Is it going to finish in time?" And then I was able to play it, but yeah. Um, Eric's a who knows? champ, man. Who knows? There might be a there might be a new one coming. Who Don't put that pressure on that man. Don't. <laughs> he's he's doing enough. He has enough on his plate as it is. True story. True story. Um, but yes. All right. So June sixth. It is a Sunday. It is two weeks from today. Um, we're gonna be joined by a lot of ladies talking schmodown, talking just uh, everything in general. Um, we're gonna have questions for all of them, kind of conversation starters. But we're also gonna be relying a lot on you guys watching. If you guys have questions for them, uh, maybe specific people or just a general question, we'll be taking them. So start thinking of them, have them prepared for Sunday, June 6th, and we'll be here for probably about four hours hanging out with a bunch of ladies. It's going to be a lot of fun. So really get your wine, get your wine, get your, wine, yeah. get your tissues yeah. possibly. There might be crying if another promo happens or maybe, maybe we'll just play that one again and I might just cry all over again. But, uh, <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a, it'll, it'll be fans. a fun fans. Fans. Oh, so many fans. So many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And instead um, of one week to plan it two weeks this year. Well, yeah, well actually, true. it's been more like a month. I know. It's, it's actually, been more I know. Like we actually, month, so. yeah, we actually had a lot more time this year. To get yeah, it all. no, we yeah. we we got ahead of it this time, which is why we're able, we're able to say that we have quite a bit of ladies joining us. <laughs> yeah. So, so this um, is the second annual one, and you know, we'll probably end up doing a third annual, fourth annual. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, more people, more more ladies are going to join next year. Uh, maybe even new uh, new ones who we've never never met before, never seen before, and. Uh, we'll be able to talk to them on the show. But for now, they're going to get to be able to see a different side of a lot of these women that you've seen on screen playing Schmodown um, from a, just a much more relaxed standpoint that really isn't talking about Schmodown. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be a very fun conversation. So um, I'm going to happy hour without the excessive drinking. Or with. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, also true. Also true. <laughs> I like almost want to lightweight, like make sure everyone has a fan. Fan for you. Ship everyone a fan. Just if I could give everyone one in person, I would. <laughs> oh my god! If Molly ever has a live match, she's gonna get like a Costco-sized <laughs> box of fans and just the like. The like it's gonna be like, like, like yeah. I'll, I'll go out on stage and I'll do this like a T-shirt cannon. It's gonna be like a T-shirt cannon, but with fans, just like poof, just shooting it out to the people in the back. <laughs> oh, I can't uh, wait. I need that to happen now. <laughs> Whoever books the matches. Uh, uh, <laughs> <to happen. laughs> All right, let's let's go ahead and move into this IG match because this this IG championship match, um, the third time that we saw these two face off, it was Kanopic Kalinowski three went down on Friday and it did not disappoint. Um, I think we can attest that once again, as we've seen with many matches this year, um, question writing has been off the charts. It has been really really good. Uh, they both stumbled in moments through through all rounds, uh, through all rounds, not just uh, you know like the speed round or or the last round. It, it, they missed something uh, in every single round, uh, except the betting round because it was only one question. But uh, that's all about point differential. Um, and walking away with the title for the third time, the first three time IG champion is Mr. Mike Kalinowski, uh, getting a lot of good uh, big points for his faction. Um, 
getting back the belt that he has searched so long for. Uh, and he beat his ultimate rival in doing so. Uh, Molly, I'll start with you on this one. Kanopic, Kanalskini 3. I know Mara is your faction mate, but this match, I mean, my goodness, was this a match. Oh, man. This was so nerve-wracking for me to watch. Uh, and also, yeah, the questions were insane, but I, I say insane meaning they were on the level of what you would want to see for a belt match. Um, and you can see that because no one played a perfect game, which is always something that I'm harping on and on about that. If, if you're playing for the belt, you know, you want to see people get tripped up or at least, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, I loved how kind of like back and forth this whole match was. They, both played great. I loved that, you know, Mike took a little step back uh, of his character work because you just know that Mike and Mara have so much respect for each other that, and, like, how much playing this game means to both of them. Um, when that, like, potential challenge came up or, or it was, yep. like, something... The first round. Yeah, and then... Maybe there was something else too, but uh, I think it was the pinhead versus pinehead. Yeah, yep. pinhead pinehead. Where he was like, "No, no, no!" Like I, I wrote it wrong. It's, it's fine. Like that's. I mean, he was, he was being very polite, which I, I was happy to see. Well, uh, and the fact that he probably would have lost that challenge. Let's be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah. That too. I, I, it's, it's so weird because I, I was like, know. would would he have lost it? I don't I think, know. He would have lost it. It's a different I, word. Yeah. I think if yeah, I but, think if he had if he had answered first, then and he said pinheads. If he had answered first and verbally said pinheads, but it was spelled pineheads, they would have given it to him. But if, because he answered second, it's like if you watch you know? if you watch it, he turns around without like hesitation, goes pinheads. And he turns it back around, and then he kind of like, like, oh, like he like double yeah. glances, like, oh, like, yeah. oh, I, I wrote it wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and then Christian said, oh, wait, can I see the board again, Mike? And he's like, oh, yeah, like I misspelled it. It's yeah. a, it's a very interesting conversation. It's a very yeah. interesting conversation. Yeah. It's a brain, brain fart, but it happens. Yeah, and I'm and sure I, he'll, he'll talk about it on an after show somewhere, and we'll get yeah. an explanation for like what was going through his mind for that question. But yeah. 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 I just watching through to like the, the post interviews and seeing Mara eat that cupcake. I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was, I've I was, been craving one. I was, I was bummed for her. Cause I know how much it sucks to lose after working so hard, but I was also just so proud of her for what she accomplished and just, she she seems to take everything in stride and you know she was saying like i wouldn't be here if it weren't for mike and you know mike's the reason why a lot of people are doing ig and you know there's just so so much respect between those two players that uh, by the end of it i was like i, I can't be i can't be mad I have to be happy for. <gasps> There's Steve. Uh, no, never mind. Mike does not matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing matters now. Every oh look. Oh, uh, oh, I can hear her. This film. 
She's she's a total worm. She's a total Hi. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my goodness. No, she needs to stay. No, bring her back. No. Kyla's like, okay, my turn. Put me on your lap. Kyla's like, okay, my turn. Happy birthday, Gabby. They say happy birthday. Hi, Gabby. Look at her. She's like, I'm going to eat that puffy thing in the back of her head. There you go. There's the cameo from uh, from Miss Ray. Anyway, that's the show, everybody. Um, we'll yeah. see you next week. <laughs> sorry, Ben Bateman. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we should do like one of these times. You know how like people that don't watch the Super Bowl watch the Puppy Bowl? Just like where it's just a live feed. A of POV Bowl. POV Puppy Bowl. <laughs> just I do something see, like yeah, that. Just have Can we, we need, like I said, we need a Kylo cam. Now we need a Ray cam. We need a Hilo cam and a Pippin cam because I need to see that little... <laughs> Uh, Pippin can needs to be hot, hit up high because he's just gonna start smacking that thing. <laughs> Whack it off. Pippin uh, yeah. can will have to be. Uh, what are those things called that are like waterproof? Oh, GoPros. Yeah, it'll have to be a GoPro because he'll knock it in the dog bowl. He'll. Oh my god. <laughs> um, all right, so back to Schmodown. Back to Schmodown. Anyway, oh right, um, Schmodown. Right. <laughs> apologies, to, apologies to all of you audio listeners who can't see what we're talking about. Uh, we'll oh, get back okay. to Schmodown. So, um, but yeah, so look, this this is this is a big time match for a lot of reasons, and we'll definitely get into the nitty gritty of it. But I do want to say, um, I had. I had obviously wanted Mara to win. She was on my fantasy team. I was picking her, uh, but I, I will give a lot of credit fantasy to. Team, you say? Oh, stop it! <laughs> stop it! We'll talk about that later. Um, the two-headed dog race became a three-headed dog race after this. <laughs> um, I I want to give a lot of credit to how Mike kind of handled the entire match, uh, not just the ending. Uh, it like we're, we're talking about the challenge during the challenge. He, he like, he apologized tomorrow and was like, I, I, that's not what I was trying to do. Like, yeah. like he was being very graceful about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Molly, you said it, he, he kind of like took his character out a little bit and you could tell that it meant the world to him to not just compete for it again, but also that it was again against Mara after mm-hmm. what she's been through over the last couple years. And the fact that she's back in this position as well, um, and to be held in such a you know high regard of you're a three-time champion in a division that the belt has been passed around so much over the last couple of years. And I know someone said in the chat that he's never actually defended it. That's fine, but he's still a three-time champion. He is yeah, still a that three-time says he's champion. the only the only three-time IG champion. So that in a in a division that is full of the Rachel Cushings, the Kevin Smets, the Mark Kanopics, mm-hmm. he is the only yeah. one in the division that's able to do that. And like I, I think that makes his character and just like his history even better because it's kind of like a lot of ups and downs, a lot of highs, a yep. lot of lows. Well, how many times has the league changed when he's won it? Yeah. This this man added over a hundred movies to his resume yep. in, in IG and still won the belt again. There's a yep. lot of champions. You in any sport, you change a rule, change how something scores or whatever, they never win again. The man won it the first year that the rules changed. So you got to give him credit no matter what side of the coin you were cheering for. So 
Uh, and I completely agree with this. I that's do not very, disagree that's, at that's, all. That's a big, that's big. And in yeah. every facet of the Schmodown, yeah, I think it would probably be him and Roka at the top. I was going to say him and right. Roka are very. Him and Roka yeah. at the top. Dan is obviously the goat for, for winning. And as far as like movie trivia goes, but when it comes to all of these wins, character storyline, mm -hmm. studying impact, just what, what they have done for Schmodown, I definitely do not disagree. I mean, yeah, corruption's Dan's the reason factions, 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 factions sorry. Okay. My, hey, my, my Southern came out for a second. Uh, uh, corruption, I mean, Mike is the reason why factions are kind of a thing now. Absolutely. Anarchy, you know? absolutely. Anarchy, anarchy. Yeah, like, anarchy. he's the reason, they're, like, corruption is the reason why we have factions. So it's, and you can even add that to that. But yeah, I do not disagree with that statement at all. Him and Roka are definitely up there. Yeah, sure. I could talk forever about Dan and or not Dan. Well, yes, Dan, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike and Mara, and what mm -hmm. what they mean to the Schmodown, what they mean to the inner geekdom division, just their overall presence and knowledge, and like just their personalities. They're just amazing people, both of them, and yeah. just the the level of work that people like them put into studying for this stuff is just above and beyond. And yeah. it like, like that's, there's other stuff to life than Schmodown, but they, they really take it seriously and it shows. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, my, Mike, when, when COVID isn't happening and I know it's back to normal now, but he's a, he's a full-time working actor. Like mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's a big thing to deal with while you're trying to study for movie trivia competition. I, yeah, I feel like every I mean everyone in Schmodown most likely has a full-time job that has nothing to do with movies maybe. Yeah. Sean Sean for example, like, I mean I don't want to just bring him into the pit, but yeah, Sean for example, he's got a 8 to 5 not at all movie related job and he's not the only one. There's a lot of people in this in this uh league show craziness and it's like they, they they don't do this like this isn't their like monday through friday thing you know and it, and yet we get these players where it's not their monday through friday thing and they're winning belts like it's 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 it's, it's insanity to me people are crazy y'all are crazy i don't know why, <laughs> why why like how what are you doing like i don't know but yeah it's yeah. Anyway, there's there's just something inside some people that are. It's like I know some movie trivia. I need to test that to the point where I am studying every day. Yeah. Uh, he and, literally drives up and down. Has completed. Yeah, he's he's all over the country room. every week. He's I, I would everywhere. say literally every corruption session, he's somewhere new, and I'm, we're like, every, I'm like, if you watch his matches, you? he's in a new room every match. He's yeah. somewhere yeah. different all the he's time. He's literally somewhere new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Madman, so. he's a madman, <laughs> and he's and he's still in. Like I said, he's traveling, but he's still in every single corruption study session. Like to peel the curtain a little bit, but like mm -hmm. these people are. I, I mean, I can speak for corruption because I'm I'm viewing these study sessions, and they're uh, these the y'all competitors are insane, man. Yeah, I don't know how you do. I'm like I come home and I want to take a nap. I I don't want to come home and study. <laughs> like I'm like I want to come home and eat and sleep. But it's like it's like oh study session. I'm like okay, <laughs> like here we go. I also I also want to point out that Shannon and Kaiser are big parts of this as well. Obviously, yes. Obviously, Shannon, you know, pushes 
corruption and like Mike especially because yeah uh, yes for obvious reasons <laughs> for obvious reasons and Kaiser just just he's I mean he's the best manager uh, period and <laughs> yeah he he just cares Kaiser. so he cares so much and he uh, he just like wants to help in any way possible and you know I think in their uh, interview afterwards, Kaiser was like blaming himself for stuff, yeah. and that's just like because he was blaming him because his, his camera wasn't working. Yeah, because he had some camera problems, and I was like, no, like Kaiser. I know Kaiser and Mara have worked so 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 much together, and the whole faction has, and he just both the managers for this match were great. Yes. I will say to to the camera issues. If there's one player on Dungeon that you that there, it would be okay to have camera issues on. It's Mara. Like, yeah, the way that she approaches the game, <laughs> it didn't is phase so her. Rare. She was like, "No, it's so <laughs> it was, rare." She was just like, "It's weird that you're not here, but I'm still going to yeah, talk to the black exactly. screen." Like, exactly. Like, like it's so rare. But I I will say to you know Molly to what you're saying. It this match was so. I don't know if it's like a historical match, right? Time will tell on how we feel about it over time. It's definitely a great, incredible match. But if there's a big part as to why it can be considered that, it's the way that both Shannon and Kaiser were able to talk to them between the rounds. Mm -hmm. Obviously, look, Shannon is a great manager overall, but she clearly, obviously has a connection with Mike that's a little bit more than all the other players because they live together, they have a life together. It She can get inside his head like nobody else. Kaiser, he goes this full-blown sport coach on you, and he gives yeah. the most wisest words that you don't ever expect from someone like Kaiser. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, you just don't – when you look at Kaiser, you don't expect him to be the most inspirational guy in the in the room. You really don't. But he gives the <laughs> wisest words you will ever hear, and whether or not players take to it, I was watching it, but like, like man, I'm, I'm getting hyped. Like, let's I, go. He makes, yeah. he makes you say... ready to run through a wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say mm -hmm. Kaiser and Roxy are two of the managers who are the best at snapping people out of it and being like, yeah. "Look, w you know, wipe the score away. It doesn't matter what you've gotten so far, what you've lost so far. All that matters is what we're doing from the this point on." And like, I, Kaiser's great at that, and Roxy is too. Shannon so. just goes snap out of it. And then yeah. like, <laughs> Shannon just yells at you until you're like, oh, okay, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. It works well, and, though. I mean, it works. Well, that and that and a big thing that we've seen through Schmodown for so long is people not trusting their gut, right? Yeah. The word gut on mm -hmm. corruption side in this match was thrown around at least five times. And yeah. Shannon kept saying, Mike, you need to trust your gut. You have to go with what your first inst instinct was. That that was the spin with DC. That was the points in the betting round. That. that was going first in uh, in in the speed round. She made sure he was trusting his gut, and mm -hmm. it paid off because if he didn't, he could have been out of the match early on if he spun away from DC, if, if he didn't go first in the speed round. Maybe he thought – I mean, there could have been something that happened if that didn't happen. But, yeah, it's – they are so important to this game. And Christian Harloff has said, you don't get rid of factions and managers. <laughs> I would yeah, like to know what ritual sacrifices, whatever it is that Mike does to, 
to make the wheel love him so much. I want to talk about that. Uh, people don't so, so, about Alex. No, I want to talk not, about that though. And I'm not dissing this down. I'm just no, saying, no, man, no. purely has amazing luck. That it just <laughs> literally always goes. So, he has luck. So, so I, I, the comment went away because we, their comments too far gone. But Nerd Chronic was in here, and he said every time Mike's played in a IG title match, the betting round has been DC. Really? Really? Yeah. How I run wow. every time. On but top I, of what he spins, obviously. That's crazy. Like, he has the best. Yeah. He hands down has the best luck in the showdown. Hands down. Hands down. I don't think anyone will disagree but, with that. But he almost did the Alex of like, do, mm -hmm. do I? Do I? Take well, and I want to talk about that because it was just so <laughs> interesting seeing him literally land on his strength, and. He had to convince himself to stay on that slice. Yeah, he because both him, yeah, because both him and Shannon were like, "Okay, this is a championship match. They know this is our strength. They're not going to give us these like, here you go, here's your all these easy questions, easy questions." So it was really interesting seeing him kind of have to convince himself to stay yeah. on DC number one. Number two, at the end of the match when he won, he had mentioned that there's probably going to be a lot of fans that say, oh, he won because he landed on DC. Mara stole an answer from him in the DC category. Yep. Mara stole an answer from him in his strength. So if anyone's saying he won because he landed on DC, that is not the case at all because he had to go to multiple choice. Mara got a steal from him. So this was... I, and like Molly had said, it was it was great seeing it not be perfect and it was great seeing it. Both of them kind of have like... They both were like kind of struggled sometimes in this match. And that was really interesting to see with both of these Titans in the IG division, you know, really go back and forth this entire match. And, and just for me as a fan, seeing him have to convince himself to take his strength was really fascinating. And I mean, it, the arguments he made were not incorrect, you know, and it, proved to be not incorrect because Mara got a steal from him. So it was just really interesting to me to see that whole dynamic. I agree. Yeah, I agree. anyone saying he won because of spinning that did not watch this match. No. <laughs> they just hear, oh, Mike got DC. Oh, of course he got DC. It's like, no, did you did you watch? Like, he... he, <laughs> he she, Mara, stole, Mara stole a question from him in DC. So it like, is interesting about the betting round thing, though. That I mean, that's yeah. just pure coincidence, but I guess you could call it luck, too. Uh, but but yeah. The, I mean, if, he's I not, if he's not if he's not in DC, he's spinning James Bond, you know. So yeah. like, well, I, I want a fickle mistress. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we'll never we'll never know this, but Kaiser and Mar were were debating down to the wire on that betting round. Yeah. And the last thing that was said was Kaiser basically said, "It you you pick Mar, it's on you." So I'm wondering if he was telling her go with the two go with the three or something, and she decided to go with the one on her own. I don't know if that's the case. Obviously, we'll never know. Um, it, it didn't impact the end, but it was an interesting dynamic there between the two of them in that in that round. That's she mentioned sure. in her uh, interview, her post-interview, that like Dan had won a match once. Betting zero. Because he, yeah, because he bet zero in the betting round. And that, like, it, it, it feels like, oh, you have to bet three points, especially for like a belt match, and especially in IG and Star Wars, it's like, ah, oh, you gotta go all the way, like yeah. or nothing. But not, not necessarily. I mean, it didn't, didn't work out this time. But you do not have to bet all three points every no. betting round. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, it didn't even impact the end of the game. It, yeah. it would have played out the exact same. And for the love of God, every IG player watched Son of Mask. Son of the Mask. <laughs> I think I think this point. is her second time yeah. getting a five point Son of the Mask question. Just in general. In general, in general. And I know one. she's I know she's seen that movie, so it's I mean, I don't know. But you watch it, it's like Clone Wars. You watch yeah. it and then like you forget about it. Like yeah, it doesn't it's exist. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's not like you're sitting there going, "All right, I want to put make space in my brain for son of for the son mask. of the mask." Hold on, let me like. No, I'm sorry, I have better things to. Well, and that's what like like Brian like like Ward said in the chat. What people were saying in the live chat. I think she gets points for not knowing this question. Like, I <laughs> her for not knowing it, for not knowing son of the mask. Like, so that's a good point. You yeah, know? It, but regardless, <laughs> that match was just everything in it, you expected it to be and i love yeah that it was up down perfect just all over the place and i i mean i know people were saying earlier about how uh how mike like brought his character down i think it's just more or less uh a respect thing with a lot of the players like i know when jake and i went to um comic con and saw the Mike and uh, Rachel match. There was literally no nothing but respect through that whole entire thing. Like they were crying for each other. They, it was, yeah. and there's 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 a a good amount of players that are going to. You're playing your friend, like yeah. and yeah. someone you have a lot of history with, and you know at the end of the day, that's that's what matters. And, and I'll say too that sorry. No, I'm done. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say too that that respect, you know, it that always happens behind the scenes. You know, yeah, everyone's yeah. chatting with each other, texting, DMing each other, whatever. Like you can have the nastiest character work, but the respect's almost always there. Mm -hmm. So gotta keep that in mind too. Oh yeah. Yep. Except for We're maybe all... Roxy and Shannon. That's real. <laughs> That's story. real. Story. Don't don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> yeah. no, no, seriously. Um, any any Brian final over thoughts? Here no. just no. Yeah, of course, of course. Let, let's be honest. Whenever those two get together, you're just like, oh, this is gonna. Be like, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. And, and it's just like you just get excited because you know those those are two fantastic. <laughs> They're gonna go out. That, yep. That have a great uh, little banter going back and forth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we before we uh, move on here, we did get one quick Streamlabs from oh. uh, Ferris Muthana. Thank you so much, Ferris. As Hi, usual, Ferris. Uh, simply just says hello, Ferris. Hello back. Thank you hello, for stopping by, man. Hello, uh, appreciate it. But let let's get to this. Let's look at this Friday afternoon match. So this Friday afternoon match was a doozy. This was a big Ooh. one. Um, this was a perfect lead into what was a great pay per view event. And to join us to talk about this. Um, is one half of the team tournament winner, um, the upcoming number one contender match that we will see very, very shortly. He is the boss, Mr. Ben Bateman. Welcome. Guys, Hello. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Of course. Hello. No, thank you for joining us. It's, uh, it's, it's good to finally get you on the show. Yeah, this is exciting. I've, I've never been here before, so uh, thank you so much for the, <laughs> for the invite. Lovely to see you all. Of course, of course. Uh, well, yeah. Let's uh, let, let's just get right into it. So, this this team's tournament's been crazy. It's it's been absolutely yeah. crazy. 
Uh, we've seen matches two, you know, one, maybe two a week every time. And you guys are officially the winners. You're heading into this number one candidates match. First of all, how does it feel to, you know, you put together the super team and you have this success of winning this tournament, beating Roka, JT, Rushmore, and heading into this number one contenders match? Feels great. Um, you know, it's the it's it's a hundred percent the thing. It seems that in the Schmodown, I have been able to find the most success in it's tournament uh, it's tournament competition. It's the place that I excel, I guess. Uh, those, those the big the big matches for whatever reason have have come and gone, but uh, tournaments seem to be the place that I I'm most at home. So it was nice to be able to bring that to our faction and uh, to to get to know my my partner. Obviously, Dan and I joined this this faction and and became a team with pretty specific. Uh, wants and expectations of what we we're going to be able to do but that doesn't mean that the competition you're going up against is not the best in the world and they are i mean they're everybody we're playing is incredible so it was um it was just it was a good feeling it was a good feeling to get out of these uh these three rounds and now we're in the we're in the hunt yeah i know and it was definitely exciting i mean it was there were some nail biters there was i mean that ending to last match was incredible um yeah. molly I'll, I'll shoot it to you next your fellow faction mate you got something for him i mean First of all, fantastic job. <laughs> so proud. So proud. Um, so I, I rewatched the match today and I was I was just in awe of how you guys managed to navigate your way through that opponent's choice uh, sure. second round. What was going through your head? First, when you got opponent's choice, and then with the category that they gave you. Well, we were able to build such a good lead after round one that we we kind of knew, okay, if we get the hardest martial arts questions in the world, we still can maintain at least a one-point lead, and we believe we're a better team. So you don't want to have to get 10 points in the final round to win, obviously, but we knew that, that was if that was what was required, that was what was required. So at that point, you do the math, right? And, and that's just something that I spend quite a bit of time with Kaiser and, and with Dan. And it's one of the fundamentals that I try to bring to anybody who is in the dungeon um, is that type of stuff is, is doing those, the live calculation of what you actually need out of the round. And so um, it's an interesting round for us because there's a version of that round where we end up getting like 10 points. If we have to be more aggressive based on the point totals, um, you know, Tony John Ongbach, for instance, I know that that is the lead of Ongbach. So if we have to guess it, we will. It's the same with Bruce Lee. It's the same with, in fact, most of those questions. Riza, every one of those answers was either in our discussion or one of us had the instinct that that was the correct answer. But because of the lead and given that there's six questions, you figure you're going to get, like the Hillary Swank question, at least one, if not more than one question that you'll just know two points on. And it would have been nice to maintain more than three. But if you can't maintain five then at that point, it's kind of irrelevant because it's going to probably come down to the five-point question anyway. Mm -hmm. um, that was just a hyper-cautious way to get through the round. What's interesting about that is that if we go for it, let's just pretend that we go for, I don't know, on the Tony Jaw answer. Let's say that we say Tony Jaw because we know Tony Jaw is the lead in Ongbok, but we don't know that he plays a character named Ting. In my mind, he plays a character named Ongbok the Thai Warrior, which is the name of the movie. That's then just, I, I'm assuming that's the lead of the movie. Even though... I know well enough to know that Tony Jaa is the lead of the movie. But so I don't know the genre that well. What if the villain in the movie, it's his long lost brother and it's played by Joe Taslam or some other big <laughs> martial artist who's hot yeah. right now that yeah. we just saw in Mortal Kombat. And I don't know that. Yeah. So we say Tony Jaa, we're incorrect. They get a two point steal. Now we have a four point swing. 
Now mm-hmm. we're desperate the rest of the round. I think it's another reason why I always tell players, and I've said this online so many times, you always spin second if you can avoid it. Like every single time for exactly what you guys just saw. We had mm-hmm. so much information to work off of to know what we could and couldn't do in that round. We had the luxury to play the way we played. And ultimately, though we didn't get as many points as we could have, we still ended the match with 100% accuracy and you know trusting each other the whole way. And, and um, I was proud of it. It would have been nice to get more points there, but you don't you don't have to sometimes. Sure. A win's a win. A win's a yeah. win. A win's a win. It works. Especially especially at that point. Team's final. I mean a win's a win. So um, I imagine Bron- the when you play uh Shmodown, Ben, that it's that gif uh with all the math equations. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I don't know. Sometimes, it Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you get a little spooked. Deception was uh, was was the worst version of that, you know. So mm. it, it worked out, but that second round was, was scary. Oof. <laughs> Brian, uh, do you got anything? Yeah. So I I like the not so much match questions, but so when you first heard that JTE and uh, Roko were going to be named Rushmore, what was your immediate thought? <laughs> Oh, Brian's I mean, still over here just stirring the pot. Well, and the funniest <laughs> thing was when Mike heard it for the first time and he just was like, the balls on that. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, no, it's it's funny. I mean, here's the thing that's really interesting. As I saw in the Facebook group this week, there was a poll posted that was like the classic conversation of now who's on Rushmore because Mike being mm-hmm. a five-time champ. And I've been saying this for such a long time. I know that I have committed a lot to this game. I know and I believe wholeheartedly that I have had a greater impact on the Schmodown than a single championship. That being said, it, when the end when the end comes and I'm done and I've retired, that impact stuff becomes this intangible quality that only people that were around during that time will actually have any respect for. And it is just about your championships. Um, you know, Molly, you obviously know from talking to Alex so often how meaningful it is to have that many wins to defend the belt that many times just to have that knowledge that he has gotten to that level. Um, and so I do accept and respect the fact that with a single championship, Mike's got five championships. Roka's got four, you know, even JTE with, with uh, winning the title and defending so many times with the Patriots. I think JTE's not on the actual classic four slots on Rushmore, but JTE's legacy in the league is far greater than mine in terms of championships. I mean, they defended a title a ton of times. While I think the competition was different, you also play to your competition. So, yeah, I mean, J- Roke is on Rushmore. JTE is somewhere near Rushmore. I think it's an unoriginal idea, but I think it's the best those guys can do when they're trying to come up with something is that they can lean on the fact that they have some legacy in the league and it's what they're going to do. I don't know. I mean, they, I didn't think they were going to beat us. They didn't, you know? It's fair. It's fair. And that's the T. Okay, so then, where did danger, <laughs> so then where did danger zone come from? Danger Zone came from someone in the chat in one of the shows. Uh, I really? It, I mean, it was where it was where it first had come from. Somebody suggested it in a chat, and then I think I talked to Christian and I, you know, floated it to him, and he kind of liked it. And we talked about it more and more. And we, we were working all these funny names at the time for the team. Like Kaiser and I were trying to come up with all these things, and we were coming up with all these like super metal sounding names, like of course. <laughs> Death, of death course. from above and all these like sweet names. Like, I, death, I, 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 de- death from above. <laughs> <laughs> Angels of death and like you, you know. Oh my god, I love it. Kaiser, 
yeah, yeah. And I, I talked to Kaiser. He's like, those are pretty sweet. Those are pretty sweet. And then I talked to Dave. He's like, I don't know if we want to go with something so dark, you know? Maybe oh, come on. Death from I can above. see Dan like, death from above. Death from above. Mm, I don't know. He's like, that's kind of intense. Um, so we kept we kept working on it. And finally, you know, there's, there's the danger thing. There's the Tom Cruise thing. There's the Top Gun stuff. It, and it fits. It, it kind of checks the boxes. Um, and so I think we've enjoyed, we've enjoyed it. It's a much more, it's a much more fun name with an edge. It doesn't take itself as seriously, which I think is nice because we take ourselves pretty seriously, but we also, we try to have a pretty good time. I mean, Dan and I definitely, uh, we, we definitely try to bring as much of a, of a laugh at what we're doing as we can as evidenced by how many times I laughed at Roke. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 more so laughing at your opponents more so than just laughing yeah. with Dan, which you know is always a good time. Uh, I do, Jill, I'm gonna come to you next. I have a couple super chats I want to get through here. Uh, Will Watson stepping in here. Uh, didn't want to miss a chance to support the View Crew, and then he came in with another one and said, "Dungeon, Tony Chance with Boss and Dan, and Maverick is the future Star Wars champ. So proud to be part of the crew." Hashtag Future Faction Champs. Um, and then the manager of the Future Faction Champs himself, the dungeon owned the match and owned the mic. Go to bed, Jeffrey Cant, talking to uh, King Khan himself. So there you go oh, from uh, Kaiser. from Kaiser. We always love Kaiser. We love Kaiser. Uh, uh, miss you, Kaiser. Uh, Jill, did you have anything that you wanted to ask? I do. Um, I think I want to ask the most important question first, which is, oh, uh, what you drinking? Ooh, I got a little Jameson. It's Jameson. It's just, it's just great. <gasps> Oh, oh. it's like we're not far we're not far from it yeah i know it's like we're back in studio and i need another handle man we're almost back in studio anyway oh uh, <laughs> um so after making it to the finals of the team's tournament just how deliciously sweet was it to take that victory over the finstock exchange it was pretty sweet. I, I think you can see. I think you can see that in the celebration that we have at the end of it. It's it's really funny because for JTE and for Roca and for Finstock, I have a different feeling for all three of those guys. And there's like mm -hmm. sort of my in-game feeling, and there's like my personal feeling. And I think it, beating each of the three of them for those reasons means something different. And the one thing you know, that I think is consistent between all three of those guys is they have this real, we're the best. We have this edge. We're going to be, you know, real dicks. And, and, and like, it was just this thing that they kind of wanted to bring. And, and I think that works really well as long as you're winning. But as I know from somebody who's talked a lot of shit and hasn't won every time, it's, it's tough to deal with when you don't win. And this was the match. I mean, this was the match, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm going to beat Roka in a couple weeks and that's going to be important. But this was, this was, this was exchange versus dungeon. I think everybody mm -hmm. kind of knew this was one of the big matchups to circle. And there was as much, there was no title on the line, but there was bragging rights on the line. So going into this match for me, it was like, I don't know. I just, I think there was this part of me that knew we were going to win and I wanted to go in with the attitude of, I knew we were going to win and I wanted to lord it over them the entire time and then win. And we did all those things. And it was just everything I could have wanted it to be. I, I don't really want to act that way to most teams. Most teams, I want to go in there prepared and ready and dialed in and, and, and appreciate the win. This one, it was just like, yeah, it was, it was there was some, uh, some uh, intangibles involved, I guess. <laughs> and then I also want to know, at, at the beginning of the tournament, what was the first thing that went through your mind when you saw the brackets and realized that 
the only team that was a veteran team was only a year old in deception. So what was going through your mind when you saw that all of these teams were literally brand new teams in these factions? The first thing that came to mind was that deception is a, it was the biggest question mark because we all know anytime you're new at something that you care about, um, you have to deliver and keep showing up before people will take you seriously. But they had, they had both put in some real work and I knew how, how real of a possibility it was that deception was going to be the hardest challenge in the whole tournament, that they mm -hmm. might in fact be the team that should have been on the other side of the bracket for us. Uh, and that for us to make the finals, we were going to have to beat this team. And so then after the first round, it was very clear that was exactly what I had thought. And that was correct that they were the best team in the tournament other than us. Um, but looking at the other side of the bracket, the thing that, was, that kind of blew my mind about it was there was three of the teams on the other side that I was sure we could see in the finals. Mm -hmm. I was positive there was a version of the story that the outsiders won their matches. I know how good Paul is. I know how good Ben is yep. and how committed those guys are. I know how much Rushmore could bring to the table and what they were capable of. And I especially know that if things go right for lightning time, those guys could clean up and win the whole thing. I was skeptical for press room, but you never know. But I was very aware of the fact that it could have been any of those teams and any one of those teams could have had the story this year. But for us, it was about the difference in a three round match with elite teams and players. Now and you guys are analysts. You all follow this every week. You kind of recognize when you see the outcomes with elite players and teams in three rounds, the margin is just paper thin. It's it's mm -hmm. truly like the likelihood that anybody anymore is going to get like a spinner's choice or an opponent's choice and just knock someone out mm -hmm. is very low if you're dealing with yeah. elite talent. Because the elite talent protects, they protect their leads, they play smart, they protect their answers, they do the research, they they take educated guesses, they don't choke in the moment and just not write something. You know, they're always mm -hmm. wagering a guess. And so I think for us, we just knew we were going to have to play the tightest, smartest game possible to get through this tournament. There was so many good players in it. Um, and look, it almost fell apart against Deception, right? We tried to play as tight as possible. We still made a couple errors in the second round. That almost cost us the match. Luckily, against Deception, we didn't lose. Um, Midterms dropped one question. And against Rushmore, they lost to themselves, which was exciting and very fun for us to watch. <laughs> they turned out to be the worst of the three teams, which doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, that round, that round one was was like like watching watching Rushmore play this this round against us or the, this these three rounds against us. It was just textbook. It was like Roka's going to be in his head. He's going to miss a question in the first round, and he's going to start panicking. We're going to fight through a tough moment and probably go perfect. These guys are going to do pretty well in round two. We'll do well enough in round two, and in the end, one of them is going to miss their two or their three. I could just feel it. I don't know why. I just sort of knew it. Um, and it was just exactly what happened. I mean, I think JTE is a much better player than Roka at this point. I think he just, he's lost it. He doesn't have, doesn't have that. He doesn't have that thing that he once had, or maybe the league has just evolved so much now that he just is more of the guy that couldn't believe he beat Dan Merle the first time and was just in shock. Maybe he's more that guy now. Oof. Oof. I think, I think Ben, Ben needs a fan, Molly. Can you send him a fan, please? Yeah. Ben I can just a, start sending them out. Ben needs a fan for all these, uh, yeah. Woo. I mean, 
I mean, if you say Roka's name enough, he usually appears in our uh, chats. So, I mean. Oh, please, oh God, really? please, no. I don't yeah. want to see Yeah, yeah he does. So. Roka watches your stuff. He claims, he claims to not watch anything that anybody who has less subscribers than him does. So. Oh, no. <laughs> He, he he's he's almost said on record that we are his favorite after show, but then he had to stop. But, uh, he he did say so. on he did say on Ractor, and then he realized, oh wait, I have an after show on my channel. I can't say that. So. <laughs> yeah. Oops. But, Jeez. Yeah. I'm playing him in a couple weeks. He can get all Oof. fired up if he wants to. <laughs> Oof. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for the the all the the sassiness from both of you in that match. I'm excited yeah, that, for it. That match is going to be, that match is going to be wild. But uh, be <laughs> Brian, before I get to my question, I know you had something else you wanted to ask. So hat, obviously you're assuming you make it through on your side. Had it, had you made it to the finals and it not been Rushmore, would that have like, would you kind of been a little bit like, Oh damn it! Like we wanted them just to shut them up, or would you have just been like, "All right, whatever"? It's so it's so interesting because each of the teams on the other side of the bracket, you know, rush press room. We would have been our feeling would have been this is the gr most green team. This is the team with the least real understanding and dedication. So we expect just less of an A tier game from these guys. So that would have been you know surprising. But if they had gotten to that point, there had to have been a reason. I think Lightning Time is a team that possesses the most raw knowledge of all the teams on the other side of the bracket. So I think Lightning Time is a very good team. And there's there's a version of that team that goes perfect, that knocks you out, and you lose by one question, whatever it is. Um, Outsiders was the team that if they were winning matches, I was the most... Uh, I don't want to say I was the most afraid of because I wouldn't use that word for that team. But I know how serious Preston is about winning. I know mm -hmm. how serious Goddard is about winning. I know how much they want it. And I also know how important it is for the two of them to represent greatness for that faction. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to them both. So if they had made it, I think that's a team that I could have seen. I, I could have seen them coming with some real underdog heat. That would have been that would have been hard to go up against because they're you're so expected if you're us to beat those guys. Rushmore is sort of the perfect team because there's all this legacy and this heat but they're also so clearly worse than us. So it's, if we lose to those guys, they get a lot of credit and, and sure we get people laugh at danger zone for going two and one, but it's also like they deserve to be there. If that makes any sense, like they're the team that people expect to make it to the finals. So people expect it to be a big match. And I think for that reason, we just, if that's the team that was going to make it, we were positive we were going to win against them and it would have been the most sort of predictable match, which is that we would win. I didn't think they'd lose I didn't think they'd give 13 points in round one to our 18. I mean, a five point lead after round one is crazy, but you know, we played well that day. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to step away from the match for just a second. I wanted to ask you, cause you've over the last two years or so, ever since you had joined the league, you've really invested yourself outside of the actual trivia play itself, right? You're, you're yeah. doing backstage each week. Um, you're one of the few people that you can go to for answers for a lot of things as far as like, rules or insight or any that kind of stuff so since you've joined the league this the showdown has really evolved into something completely different that we've seen from the start how does it feel to to not just be a part of it but also see it grow from an outside perspective and seeing all these new fans and all these new players and kind of what it's become now i think it's such a special and unique product that we have i'm so proud of christian for 
pursuing it and pushing it and continuing to believe in it and season after season to develop it and evolve it into what it's become. Um, I knew years ago when he and I first had lunch and he asked me if I wanted to be a little more involved uh, with, with the business and development. It was a few years ago now that I was working in a business capacity with the Shimodan before uh, Skybound acquired and, and became involved. Um, I think he recognized pretty early on that I really, I really understood what it was and loved it. And so I am really proud of the fact that not only do I represent somebody who champions this product and, and I think can explain it as about as well to anyone as, but I've also been able to excel as a competitor and um, I've been able to win, you know, I haven't been able to win as many, as much as some people have, and I hope to continue to win, but um, it's just, I'm, I'm proud of what the league has become. And anytime that I commit more to it or I explain it to someone, I'm reminded of how unique it is because on paper, eight years ago, if you pitch this to someone and you say, this is what I have in mind, this is what it's going to be. This is how seriously people are going to take it. It just, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense on paper that you're going to have these wrestling. (laughs) I legit, I legit, I just, just tried to explain the schmodown to my new boss at my new work. And I was trying to explain (laughs) it to her and I sounded like she thought I was crazy. I'm like, so it's movie trivia, but there's like, wrestling characters involved and there's belts and she was like yeah okay like just just (laughs) lost i'm like you you have to watch it to really understand like i completely get it it's a very unique thing yeah and so i think um i think because there are some people who have moved away from it and have stopped paying as much attention to it both players and fans i am uh i'm I'm really excited about what it's become and it means a lot Mm -hmm. to me to be somebody who um as much as i do recognize that when i stop playing if i only have one title that will be what i achieved and that's that's just true i mean um, but i also recognize that it's important and significant that i do represent more than just one championship i think there's not a lot of players that that get that luxury to believe that and know that that's true and i think it is so Uh, I do want to bring up this comment from Brian Ward real quick because this is just amazing. Uh, he thanks you because he doesn't have to deal with Roka's hat anymore. So there you go. Um, I do. I do have a, a question for Ben. Um, so we had Dan on the other week, and we were talking about kind of what it was like coming in with you two as a team and being quote unquote this super team, as you would, as you, I guess you would call it, and what. And I asked, we asked him, like, what did it feel like going into this? Like, what goes in your mind being really called this super team? And he he explained that it really puts a lot of, it kind of put a lot of pressure because him and Roka were also considered a super team. And we yeah. we saw how that went for them. So how do you feel when you guys are dubbed, quote unquote, a super team? What goes through your mind when you hear um, that the fans are calling you guys that? I mean, there's a lot of expectation. Um, you know that you know that people watch your matches, expecting you're going to win. And if you don't, I, I remember after uh, the first match we played against um, midterms, they gave us a great match, those guys. And I remember uh, Deception played their first match, and it was so funny because the comments of our match were, "If if these guys play like this again, they're going to lose." And a hundred percent perfect, except I missed one question in round one. Dan went nine, <laughs> I went seven. Perfect wow. in round two, and we got wow. five required in round three. So we had like you know an insane high level of accuracy. We had movie release dates. We went twelve zero in that category. Like it was textbook almost as well as you can play. And I remember reading mm-hmm. that and thinking, I mean, that's just what people think they expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 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 they they expect it because of our past performance, but they also expect it because 
of the way that we have kind of maintained throughout our careers. If this is the best ever, if this is Dan, you know, and this is your entry level player, we both kind of maintained here for the last two years, like just at all times, like really never dipped and never, and he's gone to here a few times, but uh, we've always <laughs> stayed very close to that top, top, top level. And occasionally you have a bad match, but almost always you're, you're winning or you're close to winning. I realized after this match aired and I thought back, you know, I've played, I think I've played 44 competitive matches now since 2017. I think, I think, I think I counted it up. It's either 42 or 44, but the oh more insane God. thing, the more insane thing is that since 2019, when, when the tournament started and I had my, my one really good run there, um, my singles record in that time is seven and two. And my team's record in that time is six and two. So now at this point over just since like fall of 2019, I'm 13 and four. And I was thinking about the fact that going on in two years, pretty soon going on two years, pretty soon, I have lost four times in almost two years and wow. like losing is the worst. I mean, two yeah. losses to Dan. <laughs> it's the absolute worst feeling. Like it's, it's depressing. It's degrading. The Shazam loss is the worst loss. Like I hated that loss so much. Um, but the truth is, when you think back to every time that you lose and then every time that you win, you go into those matches with the exact same expectation. You go in believing you're prepared. You go in believing you have a chance to win, that you've done all the work, that if things break your way, you're going to get it. And mm -hmm. every player thinks that exact same thing. Every player that's 500 or every player that's just under 500 or just over, they think that exact same thing. And they know close to as much as Dan and I know. They just do. <laughs> that's the truth. Um, but it would, it, it has to break your way. You have to get lucky a little bit. And, um, I think for me, when I, when I now think about being called a super team, it's like, you just have to continue to maintain that, but it's mm -hmm. two players that are both hyper aware of that. And neither of us wants to lose. Neither of us wants to get embarrassed. Neither of us wants to go out there and, and choke in a big moment. Um, and everybody loses. So eventually mm -hmm. we'll lose. <laughs> Even if we win the next 10. May we'll I mean, maybe. Lose. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you might not. Who knows? I mean, you guys are scary. You guys are definitely scary. The super team uh, title is definitely not given lightly. You know, you guys are two well, current and former champions. You know, you guys are you guys are scary. And I I was looking at these the tournament bracket. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to be the first team that has to have yeah. danger zone as their <laughs> welcome to the tournament. Here's Dan Merlin Bateman. Like, good luck. Yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. That's scary. You guys are, and you guys have pro. You mean you're you're proving that you are earning that moniker. So congratulations, man! And I'm excited to excited to see more of what you do this season. I appreciate it. It is it is funny to think about the fact that teams in the end has actually been my more successful division. Yet I haven't won the team's title. Isn't that weird? That is <laughs> that is kind of weird. <laughs> I've been on I've been weird. on three like quite good teams who have I've been yeah. to, I have won a team's tournament or been to a team's tournament with every team I've played on but I've never mm -hmm. won a title so oh, well maybe this is your season we'll yeah. see well I mean speaking speaking of that we did get a stream labs that kind of leads into that uh oh. this is from the K Wolf and uh he oh, or she Kyle says Robin. oh there you go uh so he says is that the future team's champ I see on screen Ben how does it feel knowing that you get to bring this corruption winning streak to a screeching halt, then crushing the outlaw in short succession? Listen. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my wine. 
fine. This corruption match is going to be something special. You know, the last time I played corruption was 2018. They were a brand new team at that time. They wow. wow. Okay. Wow. Um, they had just started. It was that tournament. It was that first tournament and Riley and I played them and, um, it's a fun one. I got a, I got a lot of good heat for Chance during that match. And, you know, they choke a bit. Chance was not as good back then. Um, that was before they had really kind of gone on their run. But I know I, I give Mike Kalinowski so much crap. I've done it for years. And, uh, and I love doing it. But if we're all looking at each other with a straight face here, is Mike Kalinowski not the number two Rushmore guy now? Isn't he just number two? I feel like it's just pretty obvious it's Dan and it's Mike. It's up there. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's five. Yeah. He's the like, he's the first three time IG champion. So how could you not put him up there? I mean, yeah, it's a. It's a I, I hate to give Roka credit, and he's <laughs> probably number three, but I don't think that Roka's ahead of Mike now. I think Mike's ahead of Roka. I think Ooh. it's I think it's Dan Mike Roka is the three, and then it's probably Cushing. But like you have you know you're Cushing Sam <clears throat> Snyder like that's the tier that's the next sort yeah. Of yeah. mini tier that you're looking at, and like Mike has done so much. And we both know that Mike and Chance winning two more in a row here and getting that team's belt a third time is something they could do. So yeah. I go into this corruption match with a totally different um, I go into this this corruption match with a totally different approach to to the, uh, the the Rushmore match because I don't think that these guys have any nerves in this match. I don't think that these guys are gonna go into this match fearing what we're doing. I think these guys look at what they have and they go, we're playing with spot with house with house money. I think they're going. You know what? We should never have won two championships because Mike's not that good in singles teams. But we did. <laughs> we did. We have two championships in teams, and you guys don't. I've never won a team's championship. Dan's got one. <laughs> These guys have two. So I think they're looking and they're going. Look, if we lose and we break up at the end of the year, so be it. We played for three years. We won twice. Like I just think that these guys are coasting. We'll see how prepared they are, but they are a true true threat. Um, the best team in the league other than us is Shazam. Uh, that's pretty obvious. They're pretty clearly the best. But I think that corruption is going to be a, a very real challenge for us. I'm not any, gonna any words? I'm not, any... I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I'm just going to stretch a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to disagree in that, oh, you... uh, that statement. Um, you can put it uh, away for one show. Come on. But, uh, <laughs> but no, even if I wasn't, even if we were in a corruption household, I wouldn't disagree with that statement. I mean, I, I'm not even disparaging them as a team. I mean, they're no. a ridiculous all time team. They're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, like I said, if I wasn't, if we were in a corruption household, I would completely agree with that statement. Like chance and Mike are, they're a reason. There's a reason why they've been a, a team for going on what three plus years now. There, there's a reason yeah. for that. You know, them, them an odd couple. The last two left for Manor. Exactly, exactly. And there, and there's a reason for that. They're not going to just still be a team just for, just, just because. You know, so uh, it's, yeah. it's. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys do. And I'm, it's, it's. Oh, it's gonna be a fun one. And I'm gonna be probably panicking the entire time. And there's gonna be, a, yeah, it's gonna be one of those stressful matches. I'm sure. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, so it's coming up soon. We feel, we feel, uh, we feel good about it. But we'll see how it all goes. Oof. Is that is that um, is that this week? That's Friday. Is that the, that's Friday. Is that, I was gonna say, is that Friday? Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on. It's Friday. Friday. It's the undercard to the team's title match. God, that's the undercard. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> Drink your wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fun Friday. It's gonna be a fun Friday. So, uh, Molly, Brian, did you guys have anything else for Ben before we get to the POV question? Um. Well, oh, I want right. to bring something up real quick. Uh, we all 
know you very well for the schmodown. Um, uh oh. You're a Uh-oh. you're a what what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just we just don't know where you're going. That's I, I, know, I'm like, I know where she's going. I know where she's going. <laughs> I'm going to Spotify. You are a verified oh, artist on yes. Spotify. Yeah. You have that album is spectacular. It's yeah, so good. Seriously. Yeah. You so your song Sorry for Tonight uh mm-hmm. debuted on Spotify not too long ago. It's yep. fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so good. And I just wanna say that your like your music career, I, I'm so happy for you and and excited for you to go on tour. And like how is it I mean, this has gotta be tough, but how is it juggling your music and Schmodown together. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a tremendous amount of, uh, of, of sort of different kinds of energy that it goes into all the different things. And I sometimes will think about music and feel like I haven't given enough of that side of my brain because it's a much more emotional, creative side, whereas Schmodown, which is hilarious because Schmodown's supposed to be about movies, which is this piece of art that I love and I love movies. But Schmodown now has actually become so much less about movies it's so much more about math like it's it's about figuring out ways to analyze and cover different ground Um, i love movies more than anything but i don't win matches in the schmodown by uh being able to talk about why i love certain movies i win matches in schmodown because i'm aware of things it's like informational so it ends up being a much more um yeah just a (laughs) it's just a much more information-based game um, those two are very important. You know, obviously I do a few other things with podcasts and whatnot, and, and they all take a certain amount of time and focus. And then obviously there's the toy job as well. So there's, there's a lot of things that I try to, in a given day, like focus the bandwidth on, but the, the big goal and plan is to make the second half of this year really a, like a lot about music. The reaction to that first song was, was so, so special. It was like one of the best weeks of my life. And the second song is this close it'll be dropping here probably in a few weeks and, uh, yes yeah and then the third one will be a few few weeks after that and then the album is later this year so it's i it's cool for you guys to listen and bring it up i mean it's something i've loved my whole life but i only in this last six months have really in the last year i really decided to make this um a big part of my career going forward and the, the community really supported it so that was that was really special yeah yeah, whenever yeah, big you're, congratulations. Uh, big yeah. Congratulations. yeah. Next time you have a, a LA show or an Orange County show, you can count on Sean and I being there, man. It's it's we listened to the album release and it was, it's just so cool seeing this whole kind of other side of you that I mean I, I don't think any of us have have seen and I'm sure a lot of the other viewers have never seen before and it's it's you're you're good, man. Like, you. You're you're really. <laughs> It, it's you're really good and i'm excited to see what you do with that too and like i said whenever there's an la show or an orange candy show you can count on us being there to support you it's really funny to me that the whole uh playing a heel and then like playing music thing because <laughs> it's if i was like a nice guy then i think it would be it would line up like a lot more but because in the showdown <laughs> people want like i have such a punchable face in the showdown like people just want if you're watching the show and you're a fan of Roka, you probably like want to drown me right now. Like you guys, <laughs> there's been some comments. Oh, yeah. There's been some comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I get that and I understand it. So it's, it's, um, you know, but it's, they're separate things obviously. And mm-hmm. it is funny though, because this audience is so supportive that this is still the audience that I am promoting it to in a lot of ways. And, and a lot of this audience has, has supported me doing that. So it, it is funny. The idea of the boss, 
singing. Like the Miz <laughs> is is a musical artist in WWE, and it's like kind of a joke. Yeah. And he's, and he like raps and stuff, and it's like he's such a dickhead. You know, you you totally. That's why I hate this oh. music too. The Miz, you like like you said, the Miz, you just want to punch his face in. Like he's yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um, but, kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we did get one quick quick stream labs before we ask our our channel question here. It's from Malcolm. If I'm not mistaken, you once talked about having some form of photographic memory, very handy for Schmodown. When did you discover that? Oh. Yeah, I, I used to say I, I, I've stopped referencing. Um, I've stopped referencing the, the the sort of estimated percentage. I felt for a long time that I had like an eighty percent photographic memory, and wow, I don't think it's actually eighty percent photographic. <laughs> the more I've read, the more I've learned about memory and the art of it, the more I've started to figure out that like there are certain things that make certain things stick, and there are certain things that you can try to learn by rote memorization a hundred times, but if enough time passes, they'll fade. Um, you know, I think it's. 70% of memory fades within the first 14 days, I think it's the is the statistic that I read. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And so you can lose a lot. But I definitely have figured out that there are certain things. Um, I've described this before on, on various shows I've done. But uh, when you get asked a question about something any of you guys know or don't know, and trying to recall it, you know, the first second I ask you that question, there's a certain way your body feels when you get asked the question. Um, it's easier to feel if you close your eyes, but even if your eyes are open, your body feels a certain way. And often it's in kind of your stomach or your, or you can sort of feel like a, like a trigger or like something like that. Uh, a lot of the memory books will describe it as seeing and feeling memory as a color. And I've sort of noticed oh. that the more I've paid attention to it, you kind of, you can kind of feel like you can feel it. You can feel a feeling or you see a color and it'll kind of give you the sense of, if the thing that you thought of first is right or not. Um, sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes you've learned the wrong piece of information and that trigger is recognizing the wrong piece of information that you learned and you'll guess that and then it's you've been wrong every time and that can be a problem in itself. But the majority of the time, if you look at Dan in the deception match and we get asked that Barry Levinson question and uh, he says to me, um, I don't know, and I say, is it toys? Is it that horrible movie man of the year? And he goes, if you think it's toys, we should go with toys. If that was the first thing that came to mind, there's a reason. He mm -hmm. talked to me about it afterwards and he said, I've worked with you for long enough now to know you got asked a question. The first piece of information that comes out of your mind in the first five seconds, there's a reason. It almost yeah. is always the case that there's a reason. And um, that's sort of the whole 80% photographic memory thing is that there's just these little pieces, these little seeds that are just somewhere way deep in. And I don't totally necessarily know if they're there all the time. I did all this reading in the off season about building memory palaces and all these different memory theories to try to understand how you could like more accurately organize information. I did a lot of stuff and I talked a lot about it on backstage that I had this whole idea that I was never going to miss a question. And at the time, I, was, I felt pretty bullish on it. I felt like I felt like I had, I had cracked the code. Um, and on some level, I mean, I've played well this season, so it feels like I have improved, but there's the other side of it, which is just like, organizing every piece of movie information ever into a memory palace is a pretty hard thing to do. So there's <laughs> lots of different things that I try to employ, but I do think that the, the memory mm -hmm. methods that I've figured out over the last few years have helped a lot. I've used a lot of different ones. I think what That's you're awesome. referring to are uh, midi-chlorians. Um, <laughs> yeah. And using the force, that's the feeling that you get. Uh -oh. 
I have a pretty uh -oh. high count, Molly. I don't know if you know that. It's on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If that's on your oh, Tinder man. profile, that's brilliant. I like. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be that'd be a good uh, yeah dating dating app. Uh. <laughs> Just put your midichlorian count on there. Solid. God, that's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> well, use Tinder. I don't have a Tinder profile. I don't even think that's around anymore. But I. I think Bumble is the thing now. I don't, right, yeah, I don't, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's so there's so many to count. There's so many to count. Um, all right. So our final question here for you before we let you go is is we always have a channel question for our guests because movies have brought us together as a community, not just Shmona wise, but just people online. And we would like to know uh, if you do have them, what is your favorite candy and what is your go to movie snack if they are different? Okay, candy and movie snack. <laughs> This is the only question. This is the channel question. This, this is the, the this is our question. channel question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a hard okay. one, I know. <laughs> movie snack. So I like a lot of movie snacks. Um, oh, I like a lot of candies too. Oh, geez, this is a tough. One. I love how this is like the most difficult question we. <laughs> it ask always people. is. It always. They're is, always yeah. like, "Oh God, hold on, let me." What's more it. pressure too? Because it's it, we tout it as the uh, channel question. Yeah, that's the channel. <laughs> Okay, so I really like those, Hold um, on. I need to bring this comment up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Video Drew's midichlorian count is off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> We're never going to get there. Drew. Hi, Video Drew. <laughs> what are those? What are those? Um, those oh, what the fuck is the name of that chocolate bar that I like so much? Hershey's, a crunch. Uh, no, it's like really bougie. I'm really bougie. It's like a cobbler. A freaking course, you're bougie. Toblerone. It's 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 like a it's like a. Oh, why can't I? Is think it the there's... is it the gold ones with the hazelnut? Are you pull Are you pulling a Bateman and pausing to answer? <laughs> um, no, no, hang on, hang on. I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys. I'm gonna Google it because I, I can't think of the name offhand right now because I'm drinking. But uh, yes, uh, <laughs> oh man, Chuck said Wonka bar. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ritter Sport Milk Chocolate Bar. Oh, that's the, the, that's the fancy oh, chocolate. Yeah, I've never chocolate. heard of this. There, there's, like, there's, like, there's like 25 different flavors. Ritter Sport, those things are incredible. For my what? favorite like store candy, the Ritter Sport Chocolate Bar is probably my favorite one. You guys know what I'm talking about. You would know bougie. the, I guess. Yeah. Never. If I saw a picture of it, I'd be like, oh, okay, it's the rich you people. First, yes. And if what you've are never those? Had one, and if you've never look, had one, fam... Get yourself a Ritter bar because it's going to blow your mind. Bam, listen. See, this is why Bateman needs I've a never fan. This is why he's like, listen, <laughs> like, get your freaking candy bar. Okay, I'm like exceptionally bougie, uh, just like just for the record. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what I've the, like, never logo seen those like. before. I've, they look I've like never gas. seen those. Yeah. Oh, well, you're they missing look like Ghirardelli squares. Yeah, they look like Ghirardelli. They're not too far from it. They have like, but they have like a biscuit kind of in the middle, and they like. There's oh. no room. Um, okay. That's my favorite chocolate like candy. And then, movie snacks tougher because screening so many movies as a, as press, you go and they give you a free diet coke and a popcorn. So I got. I would have probably at some point in my life said movie theater popcorn, but I've just gotten sort of like. I would just say like, tired of it. It's like I I feel like it's always kind of lukewarm when I have it now. So oh, we get it, Ben. You're cool. We get it. You're a cool guy. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I feel like when I go to a theater now and I want to get a movie snack, if they don't have Ritter Sport chocolate bars, what I'll do <laughs> is get <laughs> my local theater. What I'll, what I what I I actually like to get movie theater hot dogs. That's the thing. Like Ooh. they come in like the silver wrap. 
I'm not yeah. like a condiment guy, so I'll just like put a little bit of ketchup. You eat them in like two minutes. They like literally get <laughs> on so fast. Yeah. Um, I think I think movie theater hot dogs are probably my favorite movie theater snack. That's <laughs> that's valid. a first. That's a first time. That's a first. Yeah. That is a yeah. first. But those are those are solid. I mean, when you especially when it's like you just get that. I get it. Like it's like a like getting a hot dog at like a baseball game. Like it's the same kind yeah. of like. Yeah. I get next it. Next time, next time you go to a press screening and they give you popcorn, you can just you be like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. no, no. Please, give me that. Give me that Thank you very time. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The chat's just like pretentious. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fair. It's a well, fair. That's because video video Drew said this. <laughs> no, the video Drew, the, the macadamia and marzipan versions are not that good. You got to get the classic. Only get the classic. Milk chocolate and the biscuit. All the other stuff is fine, but. The ones that, yeah, don't get the margin man. That's I gotta bougie. try. I got that's boo. Oh, that's bougie. The other ones are bougie. <laughs> it's it's the first time we've ever had candy and bougie in a sentence together. So it's it works. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it it is. And hot dog. And hot dog. <laughs> and hot dog. That is correct. Um, well, Ben, I, I do want to thank you, man. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, you, obviously, action industry, all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. we can't thank you enough for stopping by, hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, finally able to get you on the show and kind of pick your brain a little bit. So just wanted to send you a big thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And a big shout out to, uh, Nefflinger, the hot dogs at Arclight were good. Uh, rest in peace, Arclight. You guys did oh. the apple sausage mm. with the pretzel bun. That was incredible. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. That sounds amazing. Ooh. That sounds amazing. Dang. So, um, well, yeah, thanks again. And, uh, we're looking forward to obviously this Friday, the Roka match, everything that's going on the rest of the year and good luck with everything. Of course, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, best of luck. I'll see you guys soon. Cheers, yes. Ben. Have a good Have night. A good night. Thank, you. Thank you. Oh, Ben. Legit yeah. one of the nicest no, that, people. Like <laughs> it, it was it was it Take was away great the to heel, finally, one of the nicest people. It was great to finally be able to, to to pick his brain, obviously. And you know, he's he's very heavily involved, one of the more uh, heavily involved people in this community as far as like behind the scenes stuff. And he obviously does mm -hmm. backstage, he talks to a lot of people, and it was just great to finally get to talk to him and and kind of get some answers from him. So yeah, I mean the way he breaks down the schmodown and the process of <laughs> playing. Master. How are you smuggling in wine? I'm sorry, oh, Molly. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not. They don't check your bags. Do people they don't not check do your that. Bags in Who's not smuggling alcohol into their? <laughs> That's the real question. Who's not smuggling alcohol into it? Jake, I guess we need to start carrying purses to the movie theater. <laughs> oh, that's that's why. Apparently. Yeah, you guys don't Apparently. have purses. I got Apparently. I got my my everyday purse, and I mean I haven't been to a theater yet. Uh, since Please tell me you have a booze. You have an everyday purse and a booze smuggling purse. I have. Well, I have a I have a big old purse. That's basically <laughs> a backpack. Um, I need to see. That, I need to see this booze smuggling purse. And I haven't used it in a while because obviously movie theaters. But yeah, I, I mean, just, I feel like ex, almost ex, ex, almost ex, every ex. woman I I know like brings a bigger purse. Oh, so always. they can bring their own always. snacks. You Alex go get those is not allowed to use wine. those. Alex can't Alex have crop shorts anymore. He's not allowed. That's <laughs> rule. Ever since, the ever since their first date, he's never been allowed, <laughs> allowed. to wear them again. He got okay. Side sidebar, real quick. Uh, I bought a pair of like joggers from Target and they have like pockets, pockets? on the side. But they're like they're like a like a slip material and they're like this army green color and they're cinched uh at the at the ankle. They're very cute and they're very like on trend, but are they are they girl I, pockets or are they like pockets? Jake, do you want to just come they're, back? They're basically girl pockets, mm -hmm. but uh. but 
I, well, no, they're actual pockets, but they're okay, good. you know they're not obnoxiously oh, they're not obnoxiously <laughs> big. But anyway, my, welcome to happy hour. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my point anyway, is, he yes. I showed them to him, and I was like, "These are really comfy and cute." And he was like, "What the heck? Those are cargo <laughs> pants." He's like, "Molly, what the heck? I need my cargo pants back." And I was like, "Oh, guys, they're back." Not, okay. I was like, "Not really." He's like, "Those are cargo pants. They have cargo." They have the cargo pockets. I was they like, have the pockets. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, if you guys want more of this, happy hour is this Saturday. <laughs> Ooh, great plug. Plug it, Jill. Plug it. <laughs> Myself, Sean Sullivan, the Damons, Molly and Alex Damon, and the Scrimshaws. It is Molly's birthday month happy hour. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun one. Have we Have we revealed the activity that we're doing? No. Should Prepare we? to get hammered. That's what it is. Molly's should birthday month. Hammered. Should we That's reveal the activity the, that we're doing? It's the we last that? weekend that I can technically celebrate my birthday. Since yeah. I mean, as soon as May is over, I got to stop. It's it's up to you two whether or not you want to reveal what's happening. Did you want to reveal what's happening, Molly, or do you want to keep it a secret? Have we revealed the drink yet? No, no we haven't done anything. No, done it'll, be post, it'll be posted this week. Yeah. I mean, I think we, yeah, we've got, what, a week? Yeah, okay. Or, no, yeah. less than a week. Let's yeah, let's do it. Go for it. It's your birthday. It's all you, girl. Go for um, it. Um so obviously with so many cool people on the same stream, we were like, what's what's something like really fun and interesting that we could do? Uh and and they posed this to me as my choice for my birthday. So we're going to have a good old-fashioned makeover party. Uh <laughs> the, but it, but the boys the boys will be doing the ladies' makeup. Yeah. So Alex and Sean and uh, Mr. Joseph Scrimshaw uh, and his lovely wife, Sarah, who has agreed to do this. <laughs> um, um, yeah, tune in to, I mean, obviously we're going to have great conversation. We're going to have our normal just like uh, random questions and stuff. But we're also going to put the boys to the test. I'm going to look feels. like a hot mess. I'm going to be blue and purple. Yep. Um, I think I think Sean mentioned oh, he's going to get his airbrush. His airbrush oh, is going to come out. I'm going to be just like a Bob Ross painting. Like <laughs> That's what Nerd Chronic just said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. Don't give him any freaking ideas, Eric. I swear to God. I was telling him, I'm going to put my foundation out and like my concealer and all the stuff that you need. He's like, not gonna use it. I'm like, what do you mean you're not gonna use it? So maybe we should we should put put the spread of things that we're gonna give them. I'm not. I'm not allowed out. to. I'm not allowed to. Jake, Jake is too, okay. Jake's not allowed to because he's too good at putting eyelashes on. Apparently, mm. he knows how to put on a good pair of eyelashes. So no, because Gabby's gonna come out looking gorgeous, and the rest of us are gonna look just <laughs> god awful. So no, no. Maybe next time. Maybe on a future episode. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be it, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Um, it's gonna be uh, all right, so uh, to wrap up the show, I don't know. Do you guys, since we are running a little little late, do you guys want to do a little match prediction just quickly, or do you want to save those for the reactions this week? What do you guys? Think? To you guys, there's only two. No, we have no, five that's matches fair. this week. No, uh, oh, well, um, yeah, the whole thing. Because we have we're five not matches to doing preview, so. Well, I, well I, we, we, we already know who we're picking. Because... The first one. Yeah. Is anyone not picking Sean? Is anyone not picking Sean? Because if you're not, you can just get off the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, real, real quick, real quick. Uh, I 
uh, King, there's going to be a reaction coming out to this, which is why we haven't mm -hmm. mentioned it to the danger zone question oh, from Friday. Leo, what Leo said, we haven't talked about um, Andreco. Oh, well, okay. We'll we'll finish the show with the Andreco talk. We'll finish the show okay. with the Andreco yeah. talk. We'll take about the next 10 minutes. We'll save our predictions for it, it was a busy show, pay per view. Ben Bateman coming on. We obviously want to spend time with him. We'll save our predictions <laughs> for the week. There is a reaction coming out to the cutscene for those of you who are wondering about Friday's reaction. You'll see that this week. It's already up there. It's it's ready to be uploaded. But yes, the Andreco talk. Um, this is obviously big, uh, right? We aren't going to be seeing Mark Andreco going forward. He officially announced his retirement, um, and that leaves Friday as a big question mark because they were committed uh, competing and defending their team belts, the Odd Couple. Uh, and this kind of came out of nowhere. He was pretty much put in a pickle by Grace. Obviously, things happen sometimes. Schedules, work, stuff like that. Uh, and he's in a bind. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. But let's just talk about it quickly. Thoughts, kind of may what happened. Jill, I'll let you start this one off. I was stunned. I mean, it's. I think this is the first time, other, I guess, other than Whitwer, where we've had, like, a vacant belt. And it's, it's even more interesting in this fact because it's a team's belt. You know, so the belt isn't even really vacated. There's just a half of a team's belt kind of floating right now, you know? So it's 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 gonna be really interesting. I'm really curious to see because there there has to be a replacement, right? Like there has to be there has to be a replacement for to do the match. So I'm really curious to see who from the stars is going to really step up, you know, and be the other half of the odd couple it's i i don't think anyone was expecting this announcement especially because andrego has been such a staple in the league for forever um but said it was nothing bad it was all good stuff so congratulations on whatever is happening in his life right now it's all good things from what he's saying so that's exciting for him and his um life endeavors but i'm 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 racking my brain as to oh Alex maybe it's gonna be Alex Damon maybe we'll see Alex Damon in the team's turn in the you know your future team's champion Alex Damon, uh, mm. Jacoby Jacoby would be really would be a really solid choice. Um, There's lots of options. Well, and also to this, whatever decision is made, it's a big time decision. Yeah, it is yeah. a very, very important yeah. and crucial decision for the future of the league. That's mm -hmm. that's more so where I go with it, just because whatever is decided by Grace clearly that's making that. the decision, um, it's like like the comment said, it's going to set up the future of the Shmodan on what happens whenever this does happen again, or if it ever ever does happen again. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what's going on. I was just like, oh, okay. This is this is new territory for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see what happens. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's being handled in the best way possible. It's not like they're just gonna get thrown to the wolves, especially since they're the belt holders. Um so I'm just curious to see what what's going to happen. I, mm -hmm. I literally have no predictions, no idea. I'm just going to let this one play out and hope for the best. So we'll see. Very weird predicament. But like mm -hmm. we all said, I mean, congrats to Draco for whatever good things are happening mm -hmm. with him where he's put in the situation. But it stinks. But uh, we'll see. 
we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I mean, same thing everyone else said. Uh, always happy when people's lives are going well, you know. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, life gets in the way and it's more important and that's okay. And I, I hope he's having a good time. But and and you could tell when he when he did the announcement he was he didn't want to do it he was bummed um, yeah. he you know obviously he doesn't want to just drop out especially being one half of a team uh, and, and leaving you know his partner out there to to have to match up with someone new or someone else um, being the belt holders but as for who's gonna be his replacement I have no idea i mean it would be awesome if alex was the person and he's been hiding so it from me the whole time <laughs> could That'd you imagine amazing <laughs> could you for imagine? me to find out i i really want to know uh how schneider feels uh yeah. about this yeah. and how roxy yeah. feels and just like it, to be a fly in the room for a conversation between schneider and roxy uh assuming they get to, they get some say into who this is, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Grace is the one to pick who it is. Uh, who knows at this point, but yeah, it's, it's all very much up in the air and it's a little scary. And I'm, sh I'm sure Snyder is feeling vulnerable and nervous, but I'm sure it'll work out and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. The yeah, one it's, thing it's, that oh, go ahead. no, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I was just to say, like, it's funny because the thing that I immediately thought of was she now has a blank, an empty spot on her team. That too. Yeah. Mm. She has a spot that, to fill. It's funny. I didn't even think about the mash. I immediately went, oh, she's got an empty spot. Mm -hmm. So someone's someone's coming up. I would assume from FCL to fill this spot, unless it's just yeah. left open. Um, so I'm very curious where that goes. Um, I mean, it's the first, first real, like, opportunity for someone to get brought up from FCL. Does she go with a, a, a teams player? Does she go with a singles player? Maybe she wants an IG player. I mean, she, I think she's. She's okay with Star Wars. I just, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say that? Because there's, I'm assuming there's an FCL championship happening soonish. Who's to June, say instead of June something? Instead it's, it's like of it, yeah. who's to say? I, I'm just throwing my creative minds out here. Who's to say that instead of making it a championship, the winner gets to join the stars? Mm, possible. I mean, it's possible. Definitely yeah. possible. Isn't the, isn't the overall goal of the FCL to get into Schmodown? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Just we'll a see. thought, because where else would they pull from other than FCL? Yeah, Ju yeah. June 15th. Thank you, Robert. Mm -hmm. June 15th is the actual title match. So um, it's going to be very interesting. It's, it's mm -hmm. a very interesting predicament. We'll know more uh, tomorrow for those who are a part of the Patreon, of the Schmodown Patreon. You'll get to see Wednesday's match early. And the official announcement as to what's happening is there. For those who don't, who aren't part of the Patreon, don't spoil it, guys. 
because it's going to be involved in the match that's released publicly on Wednesday. Uh, you can talk about it with those who may who you know as part of the Patreon, who's seen it early, maybe in the chat. But save it for those who aren't a part of it to watch it on Wednesday because it will be announced then, and we'll know some more details and and we'll talk about it. We'll obviously talk about it on on Wednesday's reaction. Um, we'll talk about it before Friday for sure because the match is happening on Friday. Uh, it's a very quick turnaround. It's unfortunate because um, Mark Andreco is one of the the longest active players in this league. He's been great for this league for such a long time. But like Molly said, you know he's having great success out of the league. And we wish him nothing but the best. Um, and so uh, it's it's a good thing. But yes, it is a it is an unfortunate thing. But it is a good thing because he's obviously doing well, which is always a plus. So um, we'll save some more thoughts for that on Wednesday when we officially hear what's kind of happening. But for now, I think that's going to wrap up the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've had quite the show tonight. It's been a blast. To yeah. all 100 plus of you watching this entire time, thank you guys so much. Uh, big shout out to, to Ben Bateman for coming on for, for quite a while, uh, letting us pick his brain a bit. Um, and again, congratulations to one Mike Kalinowski, who is the new IG champion of the world once again um, for corruption as we head into a new week full of new matches and yet another title on the line. So, And we're going to um, be very busy this week. Yep, there's a lot happening. Uh, again, everyone, uh, Saturday, uh, Jill and Molly will be joined by the Scrimshaws. Uh, Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific right here. Uh, you'll get to hang out with them, pick their brains, get some questions for them, have a good time, as well as the announcement once again. Ladies Appreciation Night is coming back on June 6th. It is coming. Uh, mark it down, bookmark it, whatever date. you got to do. Save, save the date. The date um, and we will be joined by a lot of women inside the showdown. It'll be a lot of fun. So, again, for everyone watching, uh, thank you guys so much. Crew, I'll let everyone announce where they're on online. Brian, I'll let you start. Where are you at? Uh, Bia Valsino on Twitter and Apocalypse Movies. Uh, and that's it. Molly? <laughs> at Molly Damon on Twitter and Twitch. At Molly Mander, like Charmander on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I never plug my Instagram because like, I, I always feel weird doing it because it, it doesn't Instagram match. Instagram is the best, but, but it's yeah. the best. It's, there's a lot of Pippin and Hilo action on there, I will That's say. That's what I go for. Mm. Pippin and Hilo action. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll try to up that that game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then you can always find me and Alex over on Star Wars Explained. Angel? Uh, Jilly Marie to watch these on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also sometimes find me over on the Pachuken, um, over at the PJ Campbell Network. Uh, Schmodown POV for the POV Twitter. Uh, if you have questions, Streamlab link. If you want to join our Patreon, it's right here. The link's in the description. Um, a lot of cool things happening. We're actually doing a Twister watch along next week. That's Twister right. watch along. I forgot. A lot of fun. It was, announced, <laughs> it was announced on Friday. So That's there you right. go. Twister watch along is happening. Uh, real quick, Ben Bateman's in the chat. Thank oh, you so sorry, much, Ben. Sorry, I pulled it up. Sorry. Appreciate it. You're good. Thank Thanks, you, Ben. Ben. Uh, can't Check wait to have you back on, on the Spotify. show, Yeah. Yes. Check him out on Spotify. Check him out on Spotify. Qui-Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Um, Apocalypse Movies, we're doing a National Treasure Watch along this week if you're interested. Um, so that'll be on that channel. Kind of yeah, right. does, does the secret lie with Charlotte? It sure does, Jill. It sure does. <laughs> sure does. Um, I think Rogue and, we'll be and JT might be joining us. Maybe. 
Because yeah, we'll apparently we'll apparently people need to watch National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and Brian reminded me, check out uh, Dan Merle's All My Movies this week on Wednesday. You might you might find a certain uh, couple of Damons on there talking about, I don't know, some movie. <laughs> check that Alien out. Alien versus out Predator. On... That's what they're yeah, going to be talking yeah. about. Um, <laughs> Son of the Mask. We'll be... <laughs> Son of the mess. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday for our Star Wars reaction. We'll be making predictions each day for the matches and then uh, back on Thursday for another one as well. So for the whole crew, to everyone watching, thank you guys so much. We'll catch you guys next time.